Welcome to Maz Garage. I'm Smokey. Rick. I'm Kev. We're going to talk to you about magic. And I am so ready. I've been looking forward to this all day. I got my magic cards and we're going to get this going. I totally came prepared. It's right one week, you guys. Really? All what? three of us on the same page. <laughs> what do you got? Wait, what, what are you talking about? Did you not build your deck? No, no, I didn't. I built my list of wonders and mysteries of the world. Wonders and mysteries? Yes. The fantastical beast, the wonderful wizarding world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the magic. I got one of those. <sighs> oh. So you're talking about like magic, like using magic. Yes. You know, the thing that people were hung for back in the day that probably knew how to do some pretty cool stuff. Ah. I see what you're talking about. So what do you want to know about magic? Well, I guess I'm just curious to know how much we used to know and has been lost to time. Interesting. And I'm very, <clears throat> I kind of want to know more about like how strong of a presence that magic has in our society today. I think I'd probably wonder, what do we even consider as magical? nowadays in society let's find these out come grab a log and join us by the fire start off easy if you could have just one magical power what would that be just one just one that probably that electricity you know the power to go fast and stuff i don't know why i've always been the lightning guy as a kid you know you play the who's the elements game because you watch captain planet and you gotta go on the next level where you're your Mortal Kombat cop, Captain Planet. I was gotcha. like the electricity guy. You could do a lot with that electricity too, because you could just charge your cell phone. You could yeah, jump your real. battery. You if do it a goes lot of dead. different things. Like everyday use, that'd be pretty beneficial. Should write a comic book about it. What about <laughs> you, Smokey? What do you got? I feel like my answer is changing every single time I answer this question, but. I feel like being able to just being able to teleport, being able to go wherever you want at whatever time, like almost kind of, kind of, kind of similar to that, to the, to like that movie, but like just being able to just one second and then like you, like wherever you, wherever you're going. But at the same time, like you also have to think about like in terms of teleporting, like wherever you're teleporting to, like, how do you know what's at that point that you're teleporting to and how, like, God for God forbid you teleport in the middle of like a highway and kill yourself. Like, because right. you teleported into the middle of a Like, highway. how does it work? Can you, can you visibly see it before you actually enter it? Yeah. I guess what I'd do have you do to, if you're having a like a power? <laughs> I guess I'd have to. I'd have to go with flight. I want. I want to be able to fly. And I think you go, it's pretty cool. similar to teleportation. I mean, those kind of go like yeah, pretty close. One's more instantaneous. That's I what guess. I'd have There's to. That's what I'd have to go with because at least with fl with flight, it gives me a mode of transportation, as well as gives me something that I can assist others in terms of like if someone's injured and I need to fly them to safety per se, something along those lines. I totally feel that right. flying would be awesome. Flying's one of my close. It's in my top three. It's probably second place to be honest. It was gonna be my number one until with that transportation. 
teleportation. <laughs> I know, man. The choices are out there. Right. I mean, I mean, basically, as long as you don't say invisibility, then because everyone wants to be invisible too. But like, it's true. Which I feel like that get old pretty quick with that. Like, and it's kind of a sketchy power at the same time. <laughs> But, I mean, just to be to be able to be invisible, to be able to sneak into like Area Fifty One, to be able to sneak into the Pentagon, to be able all to sne- times be, sneak be into wall, all right. these different things, yeah, just be a fly on a wall wherever you want to that you can get access to. No cloak needed. But then, so it means sketchy. <laughs> you just want to be what sketchy. If, what if you get sketchy. into a? What if you get? Into, what if you <laughs> try and make it sound okay? What if you were to get into a place like? Like, say, for example, you you like follow behind like a scientist and get into like a confidential lab, but then you can't get out. Now it's your prison, right? Yeah. Exactly. You just got to wait and hide until someone leaves, you know? And then How through the, through the means that someone's like leaving, that someone else is coming in and makes it like difficult for you to get out, you know? Yeah. There could be, there could be factors. Mine, I think I'd have to do would be transmutation. Like the ability to, to like transform myself and other objects into different things. Cause then it's like, you're going to be get... the singular wonder twins. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Trans- but if I need to go fast, I'm a cheetah. If I need to fly, right. I'm an eagle. If I need to, you know what I mean? And like, I can do that with objects too. Boom, I need a car. This cheeseburger is now a car. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Oh, you can like... change other things too. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah he's, just, he's, saying, mind, he's yeah. saying in general, he's saying like, he's basically talking about like alchemy minus the alchemy. I feel like you just made that superpower up, but it sounds badass. It's magic. Oh no, it's <laughs> it's it's a legitimate thing, and especially since like it's been talked about in like comic. Well, I I don't know about like comics per se. Well, no, yeah, yeah, definitely because you have like Sandman and you have like other people that could like transmute these elements. I went to uh, around them, yeah. Sword in the Stone where they had that little battle between like the dragon and like he like the they keep turning into different animals then he turns into like a bacteria to kill the giant dragon. Yeah. Like, that's kind of where my mind went with it <laughs> with uh, Merlin speaking of magic. And I mean I've seen some incredible anime that they've done some that they've done stuff to that degree where they're just like one minute they're these, one minute they're that, like no game no life where they had like that where they had that one where they had that one point where the, where they were literally just like this rule now this rule now this rule now this rule now this rule and then you're, it was just changing constantly bam 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 dude animorphs anything you touched you could turn oh, into dude, animorphs right. was bam. amazing back in the day I, like oh it's like that's that's see that'd be another nice one like beast boy but i guess i could do that with transmutation where you could just like the transmutation you could switch on the go fly up and turn I, into a bird in terms of transmutation you're talking about like ball. being able to change yourself as well as being able to manifest i feel right you can pretty much rebuild the, the matter around you you can take it into its building blocks and reform it okay like yeah God. so Is maybe there? you would have to you'd be limited to matter so you could only like change something to the same amount of matter oh my gosh that it is if you made it scientific is there you'd, a, have, you'd have to be good at chemistry or something that's awesome you just know how much is that way how much mass is there transmute fruit in one piece yet oh that's a good question oh, i haven't right? got to so, you guys but i feel like they've fruit. just they've transmute gone, fruit. They've gone names right all there. <laughs> of the, all of the elements and all of the options yeah transmute fruit <laughs> transmute transmute i can literally transmute myself into anything and i can manifest anything you could so you could that's what gold, like that. that's what gold Boom. rogers 
ability wise. I'm that scientist's phone. Now he carries me into that lab and I can still get into those secret places, you know what I mean? And then you can just transform. So you could use it for the same powers as the invisibility. Yeah, geez. No kidding. That's a good, that's a good, that was a good power. Good power. I did not like. We made him think because we took the best. I was not thinking in (laughs) that realm. I was thinking flying originally. Originally, that's where I was going. And then you said teleportation. So I was like, "Eh, I'll change it up a little bit more. And then you strictly wouldn't fly. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Made me think. (laughs) Well, I mean, put all three of those together, though. If you could transmute, fly, and then shoot lightning. (laughs) Well, I mean, basically, like transmuting, you can transmute lightning. And then, you'd have to have the matter like with the energy with it with that'd be the difference because the electric person could just generate electricity that's true whereas the transmuter has to turn other matter into that electricity. is in the rules that i'm creating for it here as we speak <laughs> that is that is true man this talk about Good magic question. has turned into talk about our next manga yeah right <laughs> right, right. Gosh. I wonder if that's where superheroes come from. It's just like, that's this next generation's version of magic because you don't have as much like back in the day in medieval times, it was wizards and warlocks and witches. And and we don't see as much of that in prevalence. Also, you know, Harry Potter, I guess. And you do have Lord of the Rings and stuff. And maybe that was just olden day comics. Yeah, that's some of the books we're finding. They're just fairy tales and stuff. I mean, what more more is a comic than just a picture book? Exactly. Exactly. So it was just a median, a medium of communication. And back in the day, when they didn't like, they had like ye old times. Like they had like, however that whatever newspaper or whatever. They didn't have like comics per se, but like I feel like just they just thought of like what was otherworldly as like something magic you know based off of stuff that they saw around them right yeah, they didn't understand what they saw yeah if you can't understand it it's magic you know what i mean if you and do that's... something that someone can't grasp like that's where illusionary magic like tricks it's magic to you because you don't know that they just slipped it over here or did this or mm-hmm. that. to you that's yeah. magic because you don't get the concept of how it was conceived yes and you hear that your all mind didn't the... catch it you hear that all the time. And I, I've been thinking about that, especially like knowing we're going to do this episode on this topic, like just thinking about like different things of magic, like thinking about like different conversations that like you describe something and they're just like, oh, so you're performing magic. Like just something that's beyond their comprehension right. that right. they're just like, it's just, no, they I just, just explained it to immediately you. Slide, <laughs> they, they just immediately slide it to magic. Well, and you have movie magic too, where it's mm-hmm. just the whole editing and the distraction and they can, you can shoot it in real life, but make it seem like extraordinary just by editing stuff out and splicing stuff together. That, like, or even that's camera a lot angles of power. in general, yeah. right? Right. Sizing and everything. You can make someone look tiny make someone look huge just by the angle you shoot. That's magic. That's you're, you're making people perceive something different than that's actually there. Like you're creating illusions. Yes. It's great. How many people do you think were killed back in the day for accidentally zapping somebody from static electricity <laughs> Which? Oh creating magic yeah <laughs> well nature can even like speaking of illusions like there, i remember one time we were at the store and on like break from our job and we look on the hill and there's this horse and this thing looks massive just four times the size of a normal horse and i just like told my coworker, i was like joe do you 
you see the size of that horse and he's like yeah and like what we did is we drove up to it and what happened is like there was a hill in front of it and that it was standing on but it blended in with a hill further behind it so the floor was a lot closer than he looked he looked like he was super far and he looked ginormous but i was looking at real life you know what i mean i wasn't looking at no screen right, no manipulation right. it was real life tricked my eyes so much i'm like that's a big Yes, and it's just—it's because of it's because of how your eyes perceived like what was in what was in his peripherals and seeing like the different dimensions of like the hill in front, the hill in the back, and where the horse was positioned. Like that's why that's why they that's why they say that our human retinas are only capable of like two thousand if like pixels at a time and that's what and that's why they even say like going to like 4k 8k whatever whatever it's going to be it next, doesn't even matter that it doesn't right. even matter because anything anything past 1080p like your your eyes won't be able to legitimately see that much of that difference but we adapt and we evolve though true you lose some of that illusion though have you watched some shows with that 4k and you're like oh yes i have this it looks almost terrible. looks like you're watching them like filming it Right, like you have like a microscope looking at their pores, and you're like, "Yes, this is too close." Like, too close. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're right behind I, that. So you're right I, in front of the camera guy. I yeah. really like 4K and like HDR for like nature. Yes. Oh, 4K. Because freaking... holy cow! Like, it don't our, look real. It our don't planet look real. Oh. in 4K on my 4K TV is Dude. just you can literally just sit there and watch it for the entire time that it like i i i, I have i have done that where i've literally Magic watched our technology. planet like three four episodes in a row which is like three four hours you so. you showed me that show and like there was a part where there's like they do a part on whales mm-hmm. my mind couldn't grasp the visuals that's the point where i knew 4k was beyond because it looked beyond reality like because my mind wasn't supposed to see such a grand creature and like with all the water and everything like it was just so much information that my eyes were taking and i was just like this doesn't look real. It doesn't look fake, but it doesn't look real. It looks too real. It looks right. too real. It, it it almost looks animated. Yeah, exactly. But they were, they, like but they were they, yeah. They were legitimately filming this animal. All right. That's how I felt when I saw mountains for my first time. Like yeah. it looked like it looked it's like rendered. a canvas in the distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like a canvas in the distance. You can see the brush strokes and stuff. The, I watched so- Bob Ross the week before, but <laughs> Well, they, they look like that to you. And the only thing that like breaks that is the more seasons that you see them grow through where you can see snow caps on the back and you can, mm-hmm. you begin to like, it takes, you don't get their depth from looking at them for a couple hours. It's literally over time as you see actually the different changes that these mountains look like they're right next to each other, but this one's covered in snow and this one's dry. And it's like, cause they're miles away, but they're right next to each other. And it's just right. like, it's, it, it's uh, mind blowing. Yeah. It really is. It's kind of humbling. Dude, just peripherals in general are mind blowing. And that's why like, kind of like what, what Crick was talking about, like, just like, like a magician, like utilizing illusions and just like, tricking the human mind yes, because at the end know. of the at the end of the day if it's if i can get someone to witness something that is beyond their mind's comprehension 
I have succeeded. As a magician, yes. Right. Well, yeah, because the other people use that same technique, but for more mischievous like mm, reasons, yes. like marketing, like where you're like, you can use like subconscious tones and they can say different things or they can use like different patterns or colors and just to manipulate your mind, you know what I mean? Because they know how the mind works. And the same thing as magicians, it's the same thing with a, um, a hypnotist where they can mm-hmm. hypnotize you because they know how to connect to those parts of your mind and overwrite it. And it's like, like hypnot- and like people like hypnotize people, like, are usually more intelligent people too. It's not the more subjective. It's usually people who are more intellectual that are more prone to being hypnotized. Because they're the ones who are more intrigued by it. Yeah, it could be too, but I've, I've, I've met skeptics, people who think it's just so fake and so just like ludicrous. But like they, what they were saying is like, there was one where they had them like hold their hands together like this. And then they did this whole little thing. And, my, and they told them, now ungrasp your hands. And my friend who was like a skeptic tried to ungrasp his hands and couldn't do it. And they're like, if you couldn't ungrasp your hands, come up to the front. That means you're more susceptible to their hypnotism. And that's how they pick their people that they're going to mess with. But he was that's just smart. like super skeptical. And so he, was he, just did, like, he hypnotized an entire audience. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, you can find who in the audience is more receptive. And then, that's pretty incredible. I didn't think people could actually do like that. Interesting. Dude, that's like super villain level stuff. Hypnotizing <laughs> blows my mind. And that's where it's like, I've never been hypnotized, but talking to someone who firsthand experienced, who's also very skeptical of it, kind of locked it in for me. And it's something I want to go experience. But at the same time, they say it's scary. Someone had that kind of control of your brain through Like you'd have to go with a friend somehow. A friend right. who has earplugs in. They're only saying stuff to you. They're only talking to you and looking at you. You know what I mean? They're not They're not getting inside your brain else in any other way. I just mean to make sure it's not a con artist. Right. You wake up and all You're naked and your butt hurts. <laughs> you got like, stitches down your ribs. <laughs> this was a weird hypnotist show. <laughs> right. I'm going to have to I check this out it. next week. <laughs> See if it's the same show. <laughs> ha ha ha. Where's the punchline? <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. That hurts so bad. <laughs> oh, oh, but no, for real, dude. Magic. It's cool how it can be found in nature still, too. Mm-hmm. you know like it, i was it's, once- it's good that humans can still appreciate it and especially it with like different organizations that try to like bring out the magic and bring out the spiritual the, the spiritualism in nature like organizations in california or over in oregon and washington there's a lot of organizations over on the west coast i guess but i think there's other organizations in like tennessee as well as like nebraska and some other places as well for what what do they do? Like actually like talking about like the spiritualism of nature, having like oh. nature retreats. Yes. Yes. It's huge, man. Mm-hmm. Enjoying the spirit. And there's something, there is something magical about just getting out and being in the woods, breathing in the fresh air, listening to the trees. It's because it's, it's such a-, a natural occurrence that just happens. You know what I mean? Yes. It happens all the time. It's like, we don't understand it. So it's magical. You know, and we, we take it for granted too. It's right. more primitive. It, it's it's more uh, primitive, and it's it kind of like gives us that like almost that nostalgia feeling, but not necessarily nostalgia. It's just more of like I'm outside, I'm breathing fresh air. I'm not in a bustling, bustling city. There's not cars anywhere around me. It's all I hear the I hear the birds. I hear the bugs. I hear the deer i hear like the like the rat like other like the squirrels like you just you you feel more in tune 
like when you're in that setting, as opposed to like me standing in the middle of Detroit and just being like, I feel one with this city and the person that's like honking their horn behind me, like, asshole, get out of the road. What the hell are you thinking? What, what, what do you mean you're in tune with the city? Get the, I'm trying to get to on delivery. You're in tune with what my you bumper if you don't move. Here? You can still. Not I saying that like I haven't done this. Not saying that I have. I feel like in that sense, though, you can still find the magic of nature because like for me, one of the most, and this is going to sound a little bit corny, but one of the most magical experiences I ever have is watching my daughter be born. Like the mm-hmm. act of birth, like even though you know what it is, like that's like, that's like a magician pulling a rabbit out of a hat. You just pulled a <laughs> oh, person yeah. out of a person. I mean, yeah. I, can't, what? I can't, I can't speak <laughs> like, from firsthand experience, but that's a, a magical moment. My you know friends. what I mean? Like, you, you get overwhelmed by all this it's like you said it's that nostalgia i've never been here before but i've seen it and it's the act of life you're seeing life come into existence and that's they magical. take that first breath and all of a sudden they start making noises right and you're like this is a thing now like I, something was just created just like something was even though it was already in the body but you just saw something birthed into the universe you know what i mean and yeah it's like what else is magic besides watching something appear? That magician pulled it out of their sleeve. And that's why, still, that's, that's why the magician throws all this confetti. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. A little bit more disgusting stuff during a pregnancy than confetti. But yeah, same, <laughs> same, same thing. Like nature is, it's magical. And it, you have to, you have to, you lose the vision of that magic, especially as you get older, where it's oh like, it's when you so don't have mag- as much time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You like, you just, you you get used to the magic. You're like, Oh, I've seen that trick before. I've seen that trick before. It doesn't stop the trick from being any more magical. You've just lost appreciation because you've seen it so many times, but it's like, even like the time I was thinking, well, I was writing a bag, it caught on the wind. Like it's the simplest (laughs) aspect, but it's just so mesmerizing. I watch (laughs) it every single time, even on my, on my drive back, like I'll be driving my car. I'll see a, bag just like in the wind like hopefully that does not hit my windshield <laughs> well that's the magic power of invisibility right there the wind something with yes. so much force and so much strength that we can't see unless something's caught we in can it. only see its its actions being what its actions are being performed on right mm-hmm. that's magic it's, we just said is. invisibility magic <laughs> you know what if that's where we drive all these magical powers from is like powers of nature that we wish we had you know what i mean i feel like that's kind of how it started like in terms of like the power of fire the power of earth the power of water the power of air avatar to, con- to control the world around you yeah because it was the four basic elements but then you had the basic elements that broke off and spread and then you have the different sides of different things where you have like power of regeneration oh dang that's, that's a power i should have said power of regeneration the power of revival the power of blood manipulation power of it's the same as mutation (laughs) oh no that's i mean 75 percent water if you can control water you can control blood well that was the whole deal that's the whole deal with blood that was the whole deal with blood bending with avatar (laughs) like they talked about it briefly in the first in the first in like the first series but then in like the like especially in like Korra, like it comes back and it's more. Could you use bloodbending for regeneration then? If you used it for the good side, instead of using it for killing people, could you like focus their blood in different areas, stop bleeding, cauterize stuff? Like you you could, could, 
but there's also the other there's the bacterial piece and in, in the infectional side of that like what bending not, is that <laughs> animal that bending? would be bacterial like that would be like that would be like regenerating so cells but like regenerating back regenerating cells with bacteria interesting so like infecting the cells after you generate oh jesus that'd be crazy you could take all the good bacteria out of someone's body so they just like digest now themselves. that would be a miracle ability well, oh so it's, it's, it's you're, very you're similar it keeps you that, alive so that right there is similar to an anime that i'm watching right now that is insane and is and it's uh it's redo of a healer i think kaifuku is the other name for it and basically this like he's a he's a healer he touches he, he basically all like whatever he touches and then, and then his, his ability is heal and he will literally heal your ailment but then he takes in the yes. effects mm. of that ailment or i'm sorry he takes in like your entire past but it feels oh, like oh. that ailment to a degree. Like kind of Wolverine-esque a little bit. Because same how or no. Yeah, or was it Rogue, Rogue? She would like save them, but she would also take like the injury on herself or something like that. I think that was Rogue. Something oh, okay. to that level. That's what it made me think of, yeah. Yeah, but, it, but, it, but it's, it was really interesting because it's like, yeah, you think about it like a healer, they heal. But like you flip it around to where like the healer hurts themselves to do their job like right. everything's got a trade-off right and there's more than just physical pain so that makes sense why he's taking on a lot of the past he's taking on more than just your physical pain he's taking on your mental pain and your mental mm -hmm. anguish really. and that's 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 the part that that's the part that hit you in that first like Ooh. one or two he episodes of the anime depression anxiety everything like, you boom, see their gone. past if they were god forbid they were raped you see it you feel it everything it's that's an, it is that's such brutal. a it, it, it's it's an, is this anime. an episode it, this is an anime that's an episode you're describing i i but well you you I, i'm not trying to give away too many spoilers because the the anime itself has messed up in terms of things and topics that they bring to light the progression is really good so it is really good and i do enjoy watching it for the progression and it and just it puts your set like you put yourself in that in that person's situation and you're just like I would absolutely be doing because like, like this person has reasons for like what they're for, like what they do in the anime. Like all, all, all we're doing right here is just describing how this person works, but it just, it brought to, it's, it's interesting that anime can go in these different methods. They can follow these different paths that it's, Gen like for whatever audience that they're that are that they're catered to but all different sorts of anime it's not just about like ninjas and like right it's exploring a whole new universe they're creating yes. a world and they're saying hey look at what happened if the world worked like this you know what i mean and like what these people would do in, in these situations that's a good writer is like that thing never happened but they put themselves into that character saying, saying, oh, if I did have those powers, what would I do with that? What would we, you know, what would be my weaknesses? What would be my strengths? What would be I afraid of? Like, you have to think about that when you write, because otherwise it doesn't come across right. Because it's like, what would you do? You oh, know, as a absolutely. Human? And then you think about it, like, that's, that's really the magic of everything. Like, in terms of that whole industry, just 
the endless capabilities that you can literally just think of anything these days because literally every almost every single thing and more things are still thought of but a lot of things have been thought and have been made in anime about it and you there's a little bit of time where you have to get yourself into that magic too because like we've talked about this a few times in anime where you need like three episodes and that's mm-hmm. like your time to get into the world you have to like cast yourself out of this and like enter their world and be able to like suspend your disbelief and understand this Mm -hmm. isn't how the world works but they've built enough of a world around it to make you say oh well you know the continuity like this makes sense because this also makes sense and they check and balance themselves inside of that they do that all within that first three episodes too you know it's the character development oh absolutely they're show you the location everyone the main plot lines this is what happens yeah. This is this is what you're going. And after episode three, it's do you want to keep going or do you want to stop? You know, that's right? literally, that's literally why my roommate downloads up to five episodes of every single anime that airs, and then he'll watch it and then he'll decide if he wants to continue it or not. Yep. You gotta give it that fair window of time, and that's with even any you know show or anything, because it's just just uncomfortable at first. It's a different you have to take yourself out of your own mindset and think like somebody else and it's not always the easiest thing to do. It's not, yeah. And some, sometimes some animes. of these animes, it's very tough for them to put everything that they need to accomplish in this in just this brief 30-minute, 23-minute, and that's what they are these days, 23-minute episode. Like, I have to cram all of this in 23 minutes. It's like a lot of them do put a lot in that 23 minutes, but it's not enough to like, give the entire story like kev just said like going from episode one to episode three what's well, three ask somebody to tell them about your like tell me about yourself in 23 minutes tell me exactly who you are as a full person in 23 minutes go and you know what i mean like nowadays that's all people are looking for oh they want five minutes they want to know you in five minutes and that's sometimes even too long you know what i mean that's where like people like to judge a book by the cover because they don't have to ask questions or further understand you they just get to oh that's just like that because i've met people like them before so they're going to be like this you know what i mean and then boom life's easier that way that's why the highest cost of running a business is training because of turnover i recently had a friend ask me to tell to to tell her my story so then i told her like my but then she stopped me and she was like this is too long you're telling me your life story and i just want your story like your current and your like abbreviated life story got me. And it got me thinking in like a different, in like a different way. Synopsis. Yeah. Basically. I want the cliff notes. Basically. basically. And I'm here. I'm thinking to myself, like, well, that's a good question. Back in the day, you used to just listen to everyone. Like if like nowadays people don't have the attention span per se. So, but, you would listen to like all of the details and like all of the details that mattered. And nowadays it seems like in a lot of cases, which to each their own, sometimes in good and sometimes in not, but like it's the minute details that used to make the biggest difference that make the least amount of difference to people now. Well, I think that's a progression as you get older. Cause look at little kids. When you ask them to tell you a story about what happened, 
Yeah. They add so much other details and data because they don't fully understand the event and what's important. So same thing about yourself. When someone asks you early in life, you have to tell them all your experiences because that's to you summing up your life. But as you get older, you understand more what points define you. You know what I mean? What points were actually key points in my life that set off moments? And maybe by someone asking someone that, you're seeing how self-reflective and self-aware they are. But she wasn't asking for the cliff notes of your entire life. She was just asking for Smokey right here, right now. Basically. Smokey oh, on the, the weekly. Moment. Yeah. Gosh. Well, like on the weekly, yeah, probably, right? Like what which which at, at the t- at do? the time at the time I didn't understand, but now I do understand a lot more. That's that's big too. You know, I think of that sometimes. Like I'll I'll go through a day and it's the boys when we go to bed when i put the boys to bed every night we do what was your favorite thing today and a lot of nights it's like god what did i do today right i can't stand days like that because it's like okay what what could i have done then (laughs) yeah literally what did i do because i know if you can't think of like what you did in the day then like what could you have done in that day yeah that or it's like i know i didn't just sit here and do nothing literally all day i had to have done something what was it see like i do something to that to a degree except for like when i go to bed i more like hit rewind on like everything that happened through the day or i or i rewind it back to the beginning and think about everything that happened in that day and like think about everything and think about like how things ended, how things began and how things ended. Just like thinking about the progression. And this is kind of like me having my de- my decompressing moments, like just like thinking about the different universes, like, er- like, earlier, to- like earlier today, if I didn't cross that sidewalk at this time, like what would have happened? What would that universe look like? And if I didn't get this sandwich from this deli, if I would have gone to this other place and gone to this other place and given a compliment to this cashier, like how things could have just been completely different. I'm telling you, these are book ideas. That was very detailed. <laughs> well, speaking of the different universes too, like, because um, I've been hooked on that lately too, like, and where there's even a thing I was reading recently where we're not even a separate universe, we're just different patches of the same universe. Different like, dimensions within the same universe. Right? Yes, yeah, just different segments, yes. just different segments that are folded in different ways. And when they were talking about that, they said there's patches that don't have to follow the law, laws of science like we do. There's ones that, you know, their elements and they're all different structures will interact with each other different than they do here. That's I can magic. See that. That's that's literal. <laughs> that's like, beyond if, the comprehension. If you can create something from nothing, and if you don't have to abide by the laws of physics, and you don't have to law, but I'm sure they have magic. their own set of laws, right? Of physics. But to us, it's magic, or and to them, what we they, can do yeah. is, yeah. Do they have any rule, or is there yeah. places where they that's don't? That's the thing. Like know? if they're all like, like in in terms of like how those things are working, it's probably normal. But to anyone that's not from that normality, it's going to be otherworldly. And that's where it's going to be like going to like, I think about like the, um, the episode of Futurama, uh, Da Vinci that they go to like this, like they go to this planet that's like all Da Vinci people and all like, just like all the, all the different like things that like Leonardo da Vinci would talk about and like all the different like things that he would teach and stuff. And they basically make fun of like, Leonardo da Vinci 
as like the dumbest of that planet. And that's why he <laughs> left that planet and came to Earth, where he was the smartest <laughs> on the planet. And they, awesome. and they even make fun of the fact that they're like, yeah, like it took you guys how long to even like get here? Like, <laughs> right. Like it was nothing. Everything has been in place. All you had to do was this, but it took you like thousands of years to do this. Yeah. And, and then you and then you get to the plan that they haven't aged and it's like my gosh <laughs> that's true too like science gets closer to magic you know what i mean like even the like the science you don't understand or the technology like you don't understand like like native like they kind of drive each other sometimes don't they like magic yeah. the wonders of magic drive science yeah, people see stuff in movies and try they to can. replicate it. They I want to shoot fire can. through my wrist. Well, why I wanna, can't I do that? I want to levitate. And with my yeah, boots. and especially yeah. now, especially when you relate the two in terms of like, I'm gonna put science into like, like kind of like MythBusters along the lines. Like, yeah. I'm gonna take real science and I'm going to demonstrate. And I and I'm going yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna attempt to replicate what was once what is considered a myth magic not possible whatever like whatever you call it right, right. E even magnets like which is where this somewhat started because kevin sent me this random like <laughs> question about kev actually sent me this random message about are magnets and magic related and it's like i i generally understand about magnetic fields and things like that but magnets are magic like that you can make stuff hover you can like you can't see forces and it pulls stuff like Again, it's just like the wind, right? Yeah, it's like you're doing something without me we seeing. We can produce magnets, though. That's we can produce thing. wind. <laughs> we can produce wind. Like we can, like we can, we can, we can produce these different elements per se. But in terms of like how they pull and how they and how they like reject each other that's where like it goes it goes to the science and then the naysayers to the science are like yeah it's it's it's, it's magic at the end of the day it just right like i don't know i feel like it's hard to experiment with some of those things i think we know a lot but i feel like there's certain avenues that we don't think about traveling down and don't ask me what those are because i have no clue i'm no expert i'm just obsessed with magnets <laughs> <laughs> they're interesting as hell but oh, they are they definitely it's the, are it's like the wind you know what are some things that we haven't tried with it because we don't know that we can try it with that because we can't 100 see it we can kind of see it using materials and stuff to show us how the patterns work but show me that in a three-dimensional show me can we weave those can those be detached from their north and south and reattached you know it's i don't know I don't know how magnets work. I think they're interesting as hell, and I think they're pretty important to something. Same, and they're super interesting where we've looked into them quite a bit, but even as, as you look into them, it's so hard to understand because it's like you want to know. Yes. You want to know how you this magic works. Yeah, But it's, you know, you know that and they both start with mag, you know? Yeah. Or magnets, well, the aren't... original magnet, or magic. Right. Well, isn't... <laughs> is aren't magnets manipulated per se and that's how batteries work that's one way that that's using electricity or electromagnets sometimes yeah but there are the rare earth magnets too that they use in a lot of that 
and where, motors too for manipulating the magnets yeah where we yeah. can't actually make those magnets we have to we have to find those in nature right so again we, nature just creates more magic because that's yes. what nature do nature yes. make magic when, <laughs> when we need some new source of magic it just hey here you go I'm yeah you know we make stuff that sticks stuff together just we're just gonna have to wait for what nature comes up with next and then that'll be the next superpower I was watching a good Gaia documentary on YouTube the other day about portals and other dimensions and stuff. Portals. And uh, yes. So do you guys know about quartz crystals? In what, like in, the, uh, in what context? In like nature, how there are such things as quartz crystals that you can find in abundance in nature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did I, I, know- do, I do. I do vaguely recall learning something to the degree in my geology class. Did you know when put under enough pressure, they'll generate electrical energy? Yes, I've actually learned that recently. And there's there's certain crystals that can even harness more. Like yeah. there's this one that's super expensive, but it can like pretty much work like a battery and store energy with inside of it, to my understanding. Yes. So they're saying there's a bunch of these <laughs> like clusters that they think could have like charged a portal because it could have had enough energy in those quartz crystals that made portals to other dimensions back in the day. Well, Tesla talked about universal power. There's you have you have the rotation of the Earth, which is energy. You have all the like the the lava and stuff sloshing around inside the core. Like you have a bunch of heat energy and all these other energy that's just dissipating into the Earth, and that's where like Tesla talked about if you could tap into that and do universal energy. And so it's like, what would be better at tapping into that than Earth itself? That's been doing it for years. You know what I mean? It's, so it's like it's a very long sustaining battery, right? But at the same time, what stops us from tapping into that and all of a sudden we cool the core down and the planet stops rotating and we just start using up all the energy? Yeah, yeah, like we love to do <laughs> yes. everything yes. we find. It's like, oh, that sounds it's not awesome. No. It, it's, it's, it'll save we'll harness the sun and then the sun will go out quiet. Until 10 years later when it's not enough. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's going to be their problem. You know, exactly they'll Sunrise. figure out what to do they'll we do made their life so much better by finding this <laughs> right 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 they should be grateful <laughs> those little shits oh <laughs> uh, they're gonna be happy they don't have to walk to the bathroom yes you know i mean that's gonna be worth yeah. all this they're paving the road right. for us <laughs> that's really like one thing that i would love it's almost magic in that same sense that tesla talked about is um like cordless electricity and this is something that's like even boggled my mind because I want to like figure out how to engineer that. But we're like kind of like your Wi-Fi where you could have something be charging or feeding like an electric signal from across the room. You know what I mean? Just off of waves or off of it sending electricity towards it. That would be something. I've read into that. I guess a lot of people who put the kibosh to that were like the radar people because it would mess with their instruments and stuff. All the uh, electrical waves flying through the sky really yeah because electricity and magnetism are two sides of the same coin right they have charges so, yeah so yes. if you send in electrical charges to the air constantly you've got all your instruments well couldn't you read how the how the electricity bounces off objects and then do your mapping based off that if you have yeah but electric... they didn't want to do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> at the end of the day exactly because who oh, knows man. i mean that could they've already created that's progress. probably the wasn't next giving move. you electricity enough no. The next move is gonna, <laughs> the next move is going to be a cordless electricity. Uh, that, and that's there were plans uh, for oh. it. Supposedly, that's the rumor. 
that's the power you want, Kev. If you could, if you could have something in your hand that could tell something else to be electrified, boom, that's your superpower turned into. You know what I mean? Like, I just need to get back to my Tesla. (laughs) Yeah, we do that with stun guns and stuff. We already try to control the elements. We do. We we try real hard. We know we know how to manifest the elements. Yeah, but we don't know way to put it. How to manipulate the elements uh, i feel like we, we more know how to manipulate we don't yeah, know how to create them from nothing maybe i can't do. even necessarily like say i can't maybe even I electricity we pull from somewhere else you know we That's store it in true. a battery we run it from somewhere else the only time we're really even we burn coal we take it from the sun we use or like wind the, or water or something like that we're still oh, manipulating the energy from somewhere Suppose, else yeah you know and same thing with water we're just telling it hey don't go by our houses go around it and you know what i mean we're like manipulating its path right <laughs> by using other elements you want to talk right? about an invasive species she's peace <laughs> right that doesn't learn their lesson <laughs> we're pretty bad yeah that's why it's going to be crazy when we go to other worlds and we find other we find if there's other species that have these same tendencies that human and mankind have or if it's just something that has been adopted by our world i i think there's got to be some out there but i'm sure there's they they there are probably some out there that go about it a lot more responsible than humans do they could and there's probably could be the bigger bully on the schoolyard yes and they could be the ones who come and see, oh, these guys aren't, they're not doing this right. They still care about each other. Let's take all their shit. <laughs> like, right. You know right. I mean? like, walking dead world or something. Yeah. And they just, oh, we're out of resources. That's the only mission now is to get more resources. So let's suck them dry. Like, yep. Take advantage of every situation do. because somebody else will do it to you. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, oh, we need well, more right, supplies. Well, right now, the whole world is trying to be unified per se that we're not necessarily like adopting the whole like walking dead mentality, even though you do have some people that in the back of their minds think about it, but we're not like, I'm not going outside my house and like looking to the, to the right and looking to the left and expecting to see something that's going to be like putting myself in danger. Right. But I think Crick saying something from the other dimension feels that way though. And then we, right. inter- oh, we it, could, it very it. well could be. I had a friend who told me when COVID hit, they bought a bunch of food, bought a gun. You know what I mean? There was riots and stuff going on. So pe- people can already get in that mindset right away. Oh, there's, people, there's people who have bunkers and like there's when- there's doomsday preppers as a freaking show. You know what I mean? We want. Oh, yeah, literally. Segment of society is ready for that and kind of wants it to happen, you know, because they see that because they see that as the only solution for us, for this society actually getting better is to rebuild zombie apocalypse yes (laughs) rebuild it from the ground up yeah with magic and that's why when covid hit they took all the (laughs) toilet paper right right that's how you that's that's the secret to good structures is you build them out of toilet paper so that's where they're going to do paper mache it makes sense literally a friend of mine was selling toilet paper for 40 dollars a roll when it had when it first was had in the shortage was he making money uh i don't think i i don't i don't know if he actually like he never told us if he actually like sold the toilet paper but he just he he would tell us all the messages that he would get 
<laughs> a lot of angry people. A lot of angry Not people. Okay. Send it to customer service. <laughs> That's where we yeah, had one, one thing of toilet paper and we never like, we're like, oh, I mean, we should buy more. It lasts us the whole time until toilet paper restocks. Like we never ended up, we were fine. <laughs> you guys ever poop? Poop a lot. Yeah, you know how to conserve when we do it. Yeah, you only need three there's only, things. In, there's only if you two do it right, you only need three wipes in their house. Max. You've got mm-hmm. a you've got a family of six very healthy yeah. human bodies. And I I, I I would not saying this to be any kind of like stereotyping because I've lived with women, but like women go through a lot more toilet paper. They just like I don't know why it is, but like living in a house well, with women, women and four year olds. Yeah, that's too because they're like, oh, I need this much to wipe. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> we had the first clog yesterday or the oh, other day. No. Oh yep. Jesus! Dude wipes. Dude wipes. <laughs> the pack was brand new. <laughs> there were like three left afterwards. Oh no! Oh jeez! Uh, Gotta be it, too, or they're just you go definitely have to be careful just... of that. Magic of wonder of children. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't. I mean, it's not like the guys necessarily like use the toilet paper to like pat their penises per se. Correct. But the females are definitely Give like a little wiggle. They got to dry, yeah. you know. So I get it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing. I'm, it's, it's an observation no from my actual life of what I've yeah. seen, and it's yeah, no judgment. It's like. I just we don't have a female in the house, so we go through. I feel like a little bit less toilet paper for partially that reason. I can understand. I can understand because uh, yeah, I mean it's just the three of us here, and I mean like we go through toilet paper, but we don't go through it like a stupid amount. And honestly, like the place I was at before, we didn't really go through toilet paper like a stupid amount either. Toilet paper doesn't seem like it's really that big of a commodity. I don't know why they wanted to run on toilet paper. Until they take it Until they take it all away from you, and they're just like, "Good luck." People, the people who order are the ones that don't know how to wipe to make toilet paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they need more attempts at it. So they need more more tries. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even check Halloween. Did you see a bunch of houses TP'd or anything? <laughs> no, it's probably too expensive. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I haven't seen a house TP'd in quite a while. Probably because they're like, bro, that's just a lot of toilet it's paper. Like that's throwing gold that, at yeah, houses. Yeah, that's bas- that's basically just like throwing money away. You see the neighbors out in their yard just right. wiping, their, wiping their butts in the lawn. <laughs> Man, I mean, I like at the, at the end of the day, oh, you can spend God. your money however you want. You can buy whatever 30 you cents, want. 40 cents, 50 cents. <laughs> Our prayers have been answered. <laughs> uh, I think I remember seeing something about that. Like someone's house would get TP'd and then someone would just go over there like, oh, thank God. Yes. <laughs> Quick before it rains. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> before the neighbors see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the neighbors wake up and they're just like it's like someone... the zombie apocalypse again. Toilet uh, paper, there's toilet paper outside. <laughs> someone here? Johnny, come quick. <laughs> Look at this guy. He dropped a boatload of cash. I don't care. I want the toilet paper. <laughs> Does he have any toilet paper? <laughs> You know how much it hurts to wipe your ass with money? Oh, man. <laughs> it's not as much linen in there as they advertise. <laughs> there's, there's really not. What do you guys think about dragons? <laughs> I think dragons are awesome. 
do you think they were real before? They had I've, to have been. They right? had to have been like so, way back long ago. But then, how on earth would you kill off that entire? But then Game of they Thrones. They kill themselves off. Well, they they say too is like why are dragons so tied in with magic? You know, what I mean, there's tons of mythical creatures. But dragons always have like magical powers or magical essence, or they have some kind. Or of there is magic strength. in the world around them. Mm-hmm. Or they, yeah, or they birthed from magic. Like magic is always like synonymous with dragons. Yes. There's it's a because, dragon. There's a wizard somewhere. They could manifest whatever that element was. If they were a fire dragon, if they were a snow dragon, or an but ice had... dragon, an earth dragon, a magma dragon. <laughs> We had dinosaurs, and they didn't need that. They didn't need magic to be that big. Well, honestly, you know I mean? a lot of people say that dragons are just like an interpretation, slightly askewed from the dinosaurs because of the similarities in their complex in in their qualities. It you, you see like that would make sense too because you see dragons in almost every culture's writings. And like that's where I was trying to do some research in this, and it was kind of hard to find information on. But like. I was trying to figure out like what our ancestors thought when they did archaeological digs, when they were trying to, you know, build a pyramid and found these old ancient bones of giant creatures. What was their interpretation? What did they do with that? Where did that thing come from in their mind? Like they had to have found fossils in the desert, right? I mean, they had to have. Everywhere. And for for how much space that they used. They dug the catacombs. They dug underneath, even in like South America. They, you know, the the giant pyramids and stuff that they built there. They had to build the foundation. You have to dig deep. And you're going to, your chances of finding some bone at some point has got to be good. And then you're finding these giant skulls with these giant teeth. And it's like, is that where we get dragons from? Because they found that and they're like, well, if I draw this out, this is what it kind of looks like. Because if you look at the progression of dinosaurs and what our understanding in science is of them, they've changed drastically because it's people who study bones and different things relate them to animals we have now to say, no, this is probably how it walked. I still have a hard time accepting that velociraptors had feathers. <laughs> right, right. Because well, you, you were primed. You were primed when you were younger. T-Rex has turned into yeah, a giant this is how it is. with its tiny know? arms. From Jurassic Park <laughs> 1, velociraptors did not have flowers. And right. it's, just, it's that cumulative understanding and knowing that science isn't exact. It's not an exact science. It's to the best of our knowledge, this is probably how this thing yes. works. We found 80% of its bones. With the evidence the we have, this is the conclusion we've come up with. Right. And it's all just using what has been put on paper, per se. But exactly. Yeah. Like what how we're talking about. On paper. How much that hasn't makes been put on paper. It makes a science. Is putting whatever it on paper. hasn't been put on paper, what can not, what doesn't have to be loosely defined as magic and what is actually something that's feasible. Or what is something that's been put on paper and has been destroyed that over too. time? That, or even today, deliberately, you know, some of these places in like Turkey Suppressed and all the, these old places, you know, they're all these old historical churchy sites are from 10,000 years ago mm. or something, and they're just blowing them up to get rid of the knowledge. And it's corporations because- even do that. Exactly. That's probably they do it to suppress technology. Who are yes. like, oh, we already have this thing that works, and we're making money off of it. We don't want you to come out with, you know, that water powered thing or anything like this. So we're just going to nix that. You know yep. what I mean? Because we're making money. It's like, well, we're going to run out of coal at some point. <laughs> yes, coal. We're going to run out of fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. 
you know it's a lot all, of it's all a lot finite. of a lot of those a lot of those different materials and that's why it's such a big push right now to find alternative materials so that when that day comes we're not just sitting on our hands you can't what suppress that Antarctica, knowledge what if antarctica was like our measurement for how many fossil fuels we have left and when all of the ice is melted we've burned up all of our fossil fuels because the planet is at a temperature where the ice can no longer be sustained. <laughs> you, then, you mean no that the kidding. planet needs more fossils to refuel that? Yes. <laughs> so yes. how's it going to get those? <laughs> well, at that point, we'll have more carbon in the air. So the mm-hmm. organisms that survive on meat only die first. Yep. Yeah, basically. Aquatic might be a little bit better off than land. Usually animals. the aquatic usually survives a lot better off. That's why there's some sharks that, you know, their ancestries are five billion years old and stuff mm-hmm. and think about it that all barrier. their food is literally yeah. in their ecosystem yeah especially yeah. if you're deep down sure. especially if sure. that's a whole different world you you that food's a lot more scarce deep down though to, to our understanding we find volcanic vents all the time that have yeah like it's less than far steaming, in between teeming with life but they don't yeah. they get energy from different places and they mm-hmm. know they how to serve energy better so like it's a different game altogether but that's where when rubber hits the road, the bigger animals tend to die first because they need more to eat. And right. if that's harder to find, you get hungrier faster. That's Whereas why we're here. Exactly. That's where the dinosaurs are gone. You yep. know? Like, and less oxygen. Oxygen also ties in with that sizing as well. You know, the more oxygen in the atmosphere, I think with dinosaurs here, it was like much higher. But that's where forest fires were much more deadly too because much more oxygen in the air, it's going to burn a lot faster. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically like being in a closed room at that point, right? Yeah, you have just so much oxygen, so much fuel that it's just everywhere, you know? And it's, but at the same time, that's what let it grow so big. And especially nowadays sense. when oxygen is made from so many different places. That's why I was wondered if you took like a certain animal or took like even a person and just like put them in a high oxygen rich environment. For multiple generations happen. yeah because they'll do that with fruit flies because they only have like a day lifespan so they'll be like what happens to you guys in a few generations when we do this to you and yes yeah, so if you give them oxygen i wonder if they'd start getting bigger do you think they'd be able to survive out of the non-rich oxygen or do you think it'd be harder for them to breathe probably not yeah because their bodies would adapt and they would either die off or slowly re-transition back down and in, in my opinion well, you can also think about like places that like are more natural, that you do have more richer oxygen, something that's more fresh, as opposed to like the oxygen of like urban, urban life and like city, where and you've you, got, yeah. you can see like you can legitimately see the difference. Like think about someone that grew up in the city, as opposed to someone that grew up in like the the country where and think about that think about that difference that difference in the air quality that you literally go from these different places that you can one appreciate the difference and you can appreciate either where you're where you're from or where you're going elevation yeah i was gonna say altitude is the same way like that's one thing i've noticed from moving out here climbing a mountain you can really appreciate like People who can live up there in like zero oxygen. Yeah, I could only I could only it's imagine just because like. I've not climbed very many mountains myself. I've attempted what? one. I I think I made it halfway. 
and we manipulate that too like that's where like our olympic athletes train in places like colorado where it's mm-hmm. altitude and then perform in lower altitudes and that's, yep you know for that manipulation they train with then less got that overabundance yes so and that then, way and then their body, body doesn't need it as much per se that at least that's the idea and then you've got other you've got other athletes that are going on like training on like sand dunes and like manipulating like the muscles in their bodies mm-hmm. right for the event that they're doing yeah they're not mm-hmm. doing the same training regimen for every single you know athlete yeah it all requires muscle but it requires it in different areas it's crazy how many different landscapes you can see in the world you know like sand dunes versus a city versus a countryside Swamps. versus the mountains and you think Swamps. and you think about it like just many many years ago how it was all probably just the basics like you were talking about like forest swamp a few log houses here and there plains we a guy came in the other day and we talked about this where he he said he built one of the like most eco-friendly houses in all of colorado like and like got an award for it in like 2018 and uh he said it was super expensive it's super expensive to build eco-friendly um, oh, absolutely. But, but the next step that he's on, and this is something that I actually thought of before too, is what if we went away from such stationary homes? Like if we were in such homes where like, it was nice, it had everything you needed. It was very stable, but it was more like a mobile home. And then right. you took all these houses and started ripping them up. So you could see the world for its true beauty without having to affect it so much. And you could still have all your luxuries and everything you want, but there's less buildings taking up space. So you could just travel in your vehicle and see the world for true magic well there, we, there are there are some people that legitimately like live in a van or right. like travel the world in a van what if that was the culture of a whole society we we got back on our nomadic roots a little bit exactly we wanted to discover more we wanted to be more inspired like and we'd be doing it without conquering other places this time nature yeah. would come back more i feel yeah. like because in order for us to do that now, we need to not have as many bills per se, because like, think about it. Like if we were able to just live without having to pay a tax to live, without having to pay a expense to live, that you could literally like spend your free time that you don't necessarily have to worry about like amassing the minimum income to sustain your lifestyle that you can just think about. And that's why a lot of these people, they just do this in their spare time, like in terms of like traveling, they still, they work full time so that they can save money up so that they can go on trips. Right. But what are your biggest expenses on that though? Is, is your rent for for me at least out here, my rent for the, for the land that I stay on, is one of my biggest expenses. So it's like, you could still have your full functioning life and do your job and do everything else. Like you just don't have to pay for this single plot of land that you live on. It's more- well, that's the that's the thing. Like, in <clears throat> that's the caveat in terms of what are you going to do and where are you going to do it? Well, with us being able to do virtual, you could. You know, you could yeah. do that more. Then and you're not limited to one thing anymore either, really. You, you have more land for resources too. You know what I mean? You resources do. will be cheaper because you have more land to grow goods, you know? 
So people, you be cheaper. do, well, but I, I guess, I guess, I guess to, to each their own, you can only travel for like, you can't just consistently travel. Why? Who says? I guess that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Like if you consist, so yeah, like I said, to each their own, like people can, you would have to essentially live a life of very, very, very little means. How do I explain this? So you're saying in sense of traveling, like you don't want to have to pack up a bunch of stuff every time you go to travel next. You would have less than a house. You're right. You'd yeah. have to list less means in a house because you'd have to fit. It'd, it'd be bigger than just a But band. how are you going to get water? There you either have a recycling system. There's tons of ways that now that we have water from either trapping rain. You can have systems that pull rain out of the or water out of the air. You can purify systems. You can still go buy it from people. You could buy auxiliary and have like water mm -hmm. fill-ups where you go do, you know, fill up your water tank just like you would if you're going to go camping. Like, or go to more natural resources. Cause if we have, if we have more land, we can make more lakes that will naturally pick up more rainwater and filter it. And then we can pour, pour more water from there. And then you can teach yourself to hunt. So you can, for, you can at least, fish. you can at least sustain, sustain your, your, yourself. Although or, if, if everyone in the world were to go to hunt, were, were to adopt a hunter gatherer, mentality we would wipe out all the animals on this face of the earth you could still specialize you have a dude who does the hunting and like or has like his different setups and like he's the hunter he's the one who brings food and like helps like process it and sell it to people and then you do a different service that you can trade for that just like we do now you're just mobile as you do it it doesn't mean everybody you want to be a gypsy yes a gypsy with a purpose <laughs> a gypsy with a purpose as if not, it's more to just not take up so much land. It's like, why do we say we own everything? You know what I mean? The earth's yeah, like, why do we have to? We just laid claim to everything. Yeah. You know, and it's like, we've killed some of that magic. We've killed, you think how many, like, think how many awe inspiring, just magical sceneries that society's just destroyed by putting houses upon houses upon. Like, there's, there's a place I'll drive in Colorado where it's just beautiful mountain backdrop and then 30 houses that look exactly the same right next to each other. Yep. It's like that kills it. Like that kills it. Well, the underlying issue is the population that is continuing to rise and the population that needs housing per se. And if what and what you're talking about, if everyone were to have their own like trailer per se that we that that we all live in, you have to have a way to power your trailer. So there has to be enough resources to provide. So there needs to be an electrical materials, company, right? Well, electrical energy or there water, has to be a level of an, of an electric of an electric an, an electrical company. Yes, and if you're constantly traveling, like in order for you to utilize that elect that electricity, it's not free. You have to pay for the use of electricity. Yeah. So in order to pay for electricity, you have to be able to at least manage income to be able to pay for said electricity. And you yeah. do that by doing whatever so you're that's, doing on so the So that road. I guess that's what I talk about more when I say like it is possible for someone to live a life of very, very, very little means, and then they could literally tour the United States or tour the world 365 days of the year. And be in a new place every, every single night. day. Because you you don't live anywhere. You live everywhere. You live on the world. You live on this planet. You know and, what the, I mean? and this You're person, an this person. Right. I mean, 
in order in order to accomplish said thing well that's the thing like you have to have a driver's license in order to have a driver's license you have to have a residence as we as that's the system as we have it now i'm saying if a whole society switched to this so it would just be hey you're coming of age where you're going to start being able to get your own house now so we got to teach you and how you to have drive parents and, house and take care of her yeah exactly you can oh, always use your parents hey, address. oh hey you broke that law and you didn't show up for your legal proceeding so we got to know on paper where you might be where you might be staying at your yeah, send it to my address. They can track your vehicle. You know, or I mean, if they have, I, mean I guess if, if there's tracking on vehicle. Like if, if a criminal runs state lines, they don't just go, oh, he's in a new state. They have call outs. We have this model, this vehicle, this, this, this is what they own. You have a register for the vehicle that you've bought so they can check it against their database for what you own. And then they can be like, he was in this area. And by that time, they're going to have cameras everywhere too. So it's be like, we saw this and they'll just track you the whole way down they don't even have a device in it what if politicians had stayed in a different city like the governor of a state had stayed in a different city in their state each night yeah that way they can see what's going on in their state like legit going on that's that, would, that would be crazy Flint and drink and you, the water you know you what think I mean? about you happen. think about like the same thing in terms of like the president of the united states someone that stays in a different state every night yeah can never stay in the same city twice. Yeah. You have probably, to go. Be, probably be a lot harder target for other countries than just the White House. Right. That's true, too. No kidding. Or the Pentagon. Yeah. Like, okay, we're, we're, we're th- we, got into, we got intel that he's going to be at this place at this time on this day. And then that time and day comes. And then they're there. And then they're just what happened and literally like two hours prior to they're just like oh we're not we're gonna skip that event we're gonna go and do this yep mm-hmm. and they're just like ah oh, assassination foil that's what they do with air force one that's already what they do is like you no one knows where air force one's gonna drop or anything nope. else they have like, two planes i guess exactly okay. yep they have a distractor plane where it's like it's sort of like that just be on a car level where they probably have five of them that are all around the same area so mm-hmm. it's like which one is the president's you know, you got a one in five chance, and he'd probably be the one that looks like a beater. That's not even any of those five. <laughs> you know? See, now you've you know, got a yeah. one in fifty chance, and each yeah. of those fifty chances have like seven thousand chances within them. Mm-hmm. Once the president starts saying somewhere else every night, that'd be cool. That'd be cool, and I, to be able to get out and just see the U.S. and to talk to random people, it's so. It'd be cool to be the president mm-hmm. just for that. Well, even for people, that's where I'd want it too, is because moving to a different state, the mentality in different states and the way that people look at things, it's not better, it's different. And the more different views that you can add to your repertoire to make your decisions is great. Like there's great things about Michigan. There's great things about doing stuff yourself and pulling up your bootstraps and, and all that kind of aspect I love out of there, you know? And then there's things about Colorado where it's, you know, free thinking and, um, you know, very forward thinking and progressive, you know what I mean? So there's, if you can marry those two, holy cow, you know what I mean? A progressive person who can pull themselves up by their bootstraps and like change the world. Yes. You know, but it's That's, like, we, we need to diversify that and, and merge those. One mindsets. would, one would think that would be the, that would be the solution to the puzzle. One would think that'd be the goal of everybody too. Right. Yeah. But a lot of times it seems like it's the opposite. 
Well, you're comfortable. You're set in your way. You know how things work yeah, around you. That's true. I wouldn't necessarily go as it's... I, I would agree that it is sometimes the opposite. But what I would say is sometimes it can't just be everyone getting along with everyone. Like well, yeah, you can't make everybody happy. Everybody's going to have disagreements. There, there are all, there's always going to be that other side. But there's something magic to a conversation to listen to and understand that side versus just getting mad. Oh, absolutely. Right? And, and we can bring those sides closer together too. There's always going to be another side. But the thing is, is we can bring that side together because what I've learned from almost every situation I've ran to, the solution is never what one side or the other side brings you. It's some accumulation of the two. Like mm -hmm. Some of them both have good points for why they want to do it the way they want to. And the answer is somewhere in between and it won't work either way. Because like you said, no one's ever going to be happy. But it's because you're, the solution is neither thing they want. It's something completely different. Yes. It's a give take, right? Yeah. You can't just expect it to always go in your favor. Right. Because you don't know. You don't know how the long term of your decisions. You, you have an idea based off information that you were taught. And you're like, if I'm going to do this, this might happen, you know? And it's like, again, conclusions based off the evidence we've managed to gather. Then God right, forbid like, you go do that thing for X amount of years. And then you learn knowledge after X amount of years. And now you're just like, what have I been doing this entire time? Right. Right. That's where thoughts can be magical. Thoughts are again, something that just appears out of nowhere and you don't understand where it comes from or how it works until you explore it. And it's what you do with that. Like it's what you do with those thoughts and what you, you know what you do with your magic. You know, like and at the at the end of the day, it. at the end of the day, I feel like because of where society is, magic is something that human needs. Like oh, magic yes, is something yes. that will never die. Because the as soon as the magic dies is where we have submitted to just believing in what can be proven. Yeah, right. that's the only thing that matters. Can you imagine a world and where we've we knew thrown everything? away our imagination? We didn't have to study no more. We didn't have to look stuff up. We didn't have to further progress ideas. We just knew it all. Someone just taught you. Someone just, when you were born at 16, they just cut feet. No, you don't know. It's done this way. These are how things are done. Like, we already kind of do that. And we think we we're do. right. To but a degree, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, things are changing and science is changing so much and even in our lifetimes we've been had things retold to us or completely oh absolutely of how we're supposed to think about things and that's you know that's just good it's just proven time and time again nobody knows anything we, we were mm -hmm. brought up as children that pluto is a planet yeah i legitimately remember making a diorama of the solar system with my dad when i was a kid and there were nine planets and pluto mm -hmm. was the ninth poop it's gone and now all of this right. science it's that has dwarf, all of this all something. of the all of this stuff on this paper and ink and all of this stuff that's backed by science and knowledge and i'm a scientist and i do this and that and this and it's like but for everyone that was like before you they weren't do you do you know how we even found pluto tools. like we kind of, it was kind of magical how we found Pluto. We found Pluto based on math. Yeah, basically, yeah. We knew mathematically, based on how the planets were acting, there should be something else out there pulling on these other planets. 
and right about this area right right about this area so literally some dude sat there and looked at space over like they took two pictures of it time and time again so you could see the difference because the mind's really good at that and he would do this time and time again until he was like it should be right about here and then he saw just a little smudge a little blip and he was like there is something out there and it's like there boom it magically there's a planet it's always been there but now the now we know it's there and then the same thing in the reverse it's like we've always known it's there and the magician revealed his trick mm-hmm. and it's gone you know and it's just yeah it's a trick <laughs> you know? what what if the entire world were to get telescopes and then all look out of those telescopes simultaneously so that would be phenomenal for astronomical science but what they're already finding out is that screw you can't do that because the best place that they get their information from is from mountains because if you're above the clouds you're above that's all the stuff true so they can actually you're going focus. through what i clouds. what i've learned i've actually like studied the astronomy and stuff and there's a lot of light pollution yes in the world mm-hmm. from yeah. even clouds stuff. like the, the moon and the clouds you can get it reflecting mm-hmm. where you can't see nothing and it's like what they're running into though is someone lives on those mountains someone's laid claim to those mountains long before they've ever been there so we're already running at like astronomers have to like literally battle to put their like um telescopes up on mountains already for like the good prime locations kind of thing but if we did do that yeah we could see they only have like certain perspectives of the universe based on where they can put these up based on mathematical like equations where they're like well this would be a good focal point you know but yeah and, that's, that's and, and the reason that i even ask that math is, is math. that in terms of like how far a telescope can go if one of those telescopes would pick up like a spaceship per se well they can see pretty far out the thing is like it's it's about the math they don't always know what they're seeing true they just can do the math to understand oh well because it lit up like this this means it must be this element because that's yes. how hot it because got. they use a lot of or the infrared yeah, stuff to look at true. the wavelengths and the colors and how things and reflect of off each other a lot of times they only know a planet's there if they're zoomed in really big on the star in that solar system and they see a shadow go across the front of it. Yeah. That's how they know there's a planet there. That's where they thought there was a giant structure at that new sun planet they found because it, there is an irregular pattern of this giant structure that would block out the oh, sun. On, there's something on Mars too that they're finding based off of something that they saw on Earth. They're seeing like structures. Interesting. Like, things on mars that look like they had to have been a civilization or structure of some type interesting think about that what's it gonna be when we start digging on other planets but that's and and, and we were were talking about this on 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 a previous previous uh previous episode like it's gonna be wild when we start exploring into mars and we get discovered because of we because of doing so yeah Right, because there's something there that we just happen to break through their front door or something, right? Something to that level. Or something that, like, we trigger a trap, per se. Yes. In that, though, you have to watch the magic that the mind can do, though, because, like, one thing that the mind is great at doing is it's seeing organization and chaos. So, you know what I mean? We love, like, our mind can build. Like, I used to do this with wood. And says, I did it all the time as a kid. Everything I had like, to have reason. Yeah, like I look at wood or a tile or some kind of pattern in something, and oh, there'd be a face. Oh, that's a little gnome guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's this thing. I did that in you my garage I mean? today when I was there. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like that's where we have to be careful because that's what we could do with Mars. That's like our mind needs to understand. So it's like, what's the most relatable thing to this? And it does an illusion on itself to say, "Oh, I don't understand this, but I need to." So here we go. And this it's is like, what it is. this oh, is what there it we is. go. That makes yeah. sense now. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and so it's like it's a magic trick we're doing to ourselves for our own benefit. In a sense, but we're also and kind right. of hindering ourselves benefit. too at the same yeah. time. It's not. Is it a benefit? You know. Yes what's important what matters why are we doing it everything is good in moderation yes yes (laughs) and that's where you have to check that again it's it's like yeah those things look like this but let's go study are they exactly symmetrical oh well if it was this then you'd see exactly this over here and it's like that's how you know exactly we found pluto we're like well if it's this then we should see something similar because I was learning this about Pascal's triangle today too. And like, that's Pascal's triangles, like with the ones and how it all comes down. And mm-hmm. what they were saying is like other planets would explain, like they would come to the same conclusion of Pascal's triangle. They probably wouldn't call it Pascal's triangle, but if they know math and understood math, they would find the same pattern because math works the same way for them. You know what I mean? And like just that math unity, is born out of math was born out of nature. And yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Numbers are our understanding of math that goes around us on around us all the time. Yes, absolutely. Like flowers follow math, symmetrical patterns. Mm-hmm. Patterns are everywhere. It's ridiculous how oh god yeah. how programmed the world around us is sometimes. Even the symbols we got came from the patterns that the things that we saw in nature that influenced them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like an S for a snake and different things like that. It's like. We're like, oh, nature did this, and you know what I mean. It's like even even the, the technological advances that we make are better when we incorporate nature. Like yes. when they make subway trains based off birds' bodies and different things like that to make them more aerodynamic. It's better than anything they can do in a computer trying to figure it all out with the math. You know what I mean? Like nature did it. Nature's had billions of years to figure that shit out. You're trying to do it in a couple. Why hours. reinvent the wheel? Exactly, exactly. You know, like nature's magical. Just tune into that. Like appreciate that magic. Stop like looking past it. You know what I mean? Stop like just glossing over the magic that's around you every single day. You know? Don't always don't always dismiss everything, right? No. Look at the There's world magic the in everything. Right. There's a lot of times that I'll just like even just standing outside smoking a cigarette, like taking my decompressing time, like just looking at the beauty and appreciating like what something is. There's a lot of time, you know, we get caught up in ourselves and we don't, We do, especially as adults, we rarely give ourselves even a second chance to take a second, take a breath and the responsibilities pile on in adulthood. And you forget to take the time to just kind of breathe it in and see nature again. And show magic to that next generation. Like that's your job. That's, that's what you, someone did that for you as a kid. Someone showed you magic. Like you got to do that for people. Don't stifle it. Right, That's give the them thing. a magical exactly. experience. Yeah, don't stifle keep it. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep Ugh. your real shit out of here. I don't want keep your realism. Moving. Well, and, and yeah, exactly. Don't stifle it. But on the time, go the extra effort. If you can make someone's day magical or if you can do something that they didn't expect, like, and it doesn't it, do it. Like, if you can do that for somebody else, like, you know, be nature. You are a human. You are just as part of nature as anything else you see. Be just as magical. You know, you have that power with the thoughts and ideas and, you know, you can express that to kids. You can express that to adults. You know, you can show an adult who hasn't seen magic in years, make them believe in magic. You can. You know? The fire never goes out. It's just, it gets pretty small sometimes. You, you got to remember your power. 
you got to yeah. know the power you have, like, and what you're capable of. And we forget that. And we get beaten down by, by society to be so normal, to be this, like, cutout that we're expected to be. And it's like, that kills the magic. The magic yes. becomes from your uniqueness. The magic becomes from what makes you weird. That's your magic. That's you get fine-tuned your... into the, the human you're supposed to be. Yeah, that's the unexpected. If we're taking the unexpected out of society and the conversations we have, you know what I mean? We're losing that magic. You stifle growth. You know, it's only a matter of time before, like what you were saying, Smokey, the, the imagination dies. We've been pro- we'll, we'll be programmed where imagination is weird and anybody who does it needs to be crucified. And, and that's, it's going to be like, done that already. The previous organizations that like, whenever someone would be talking something that like they didn't agree with or they didn't believe in and it's it's heresy per se yes yeah look at when when uh they said like the world was round you know no no, it's flat it's always been flat that's just how things are throw his ass in jail that's crazy 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 blah 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 blah. and it's like we can't have him infecting other people with this craziness why can't you even think about it why is that? Why is it so just terrible how, to think? A how are you way? so certain that it's yeah. flat? Right. I think. Have well, you ever think, fallen off the well, edge? Didn't I think? Wasn't it in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean or something? It, I think it, it might have been a cartoon. Now that I think about it, yes. but they literally went to the edge of the earth. Yeah. And it was the the water. The water was just falling like a waterfall. Yes. Just pay up. Told you it's flat. <laughs> I like uh, when Futurama goes to the edge of the universe, too. <laughs> oh, that's and they just idea. see themselves on the other side. Just like, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, man. The episode of uh, Major Laser, where they just go to the end of time. Dang. Yeah, that was deep. They do that in Futurama, too, but they find that it's circulative. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so they just, oh, we missed it. Throw it in forward. Oh man, you can't go backwards in time. <laughs> I'm part of a. I'm part of. <laughs> you got to run through it again. I'm part uh, of a group on Facebook that's like a, a Futurama fan club group, or a fan club page or whatever. But basically, like for the majority of the time, all the posts are just infinite loops, and it's all just like different parts of the shows on an infinite loop. <laughs> so like hedonism bot just rubbing himself. It's just all, all they're just going forever. Uh, bender manip, bender um, multiplying and just endlessly going. Like oh, I've seen, I, I've seen so many different, so many, and like um, uh oh yeah, <laughs> bender shoot, bender shooting the pr- the professor just endlessly shooting. <laughs> Another crazy episode too, the idea of free will in a artificial being because you think about it free will is what defines human and art and artificial and some and artificialness and that's where that that line becomes thin though too is like how much how much control we think we have over our actions and how much control we actually have over our actions. You know what I mean? How much stuff is actually influenced and people just don't do every day because they're told not to compared to what you decide not to do. You know what I mean? Like how, how much in control are we? How much have we been programmed? Right. What are we allowed to be in control of? What are we allowed to change? What are we allowed to unlearn? 
Do we right. have magic powers that have just yeah. been suppressed and then we're not told about? Because if we all started using them, there'd be fucking chaos because everybody is out doing whatever the fuck they want with their magical powers. Can you imagine yeah, or that? Maybe the world would be everybody in the place. planet. It could be. It really could. Because oh, like, it could absolutely. Like everybody's just as powerful. Place of, everybody's place just of as anarchy. strong. The just like I doesn't matter hero, my man. size. There yeah. definitely would not be billions of people on the planet if everyone had a everyone had a different power. Oh yeah, no, you'd have competitions. Who's the best with that power for sure? Absolutely, mm. survival of the fittest. Well, we could probably space travel. It would literally be. It would literally be. It's similar to some anime that I watch, but like where like everyone either like you're born with magical ability or you're not. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like Crick said, what if it's, what if we were, and it's just being suppressed by what we've been taught. That too. I mean, growing up. So when, when, like things, when we're, when we're things first, we, when we're first things born, we do. our parents don't get to see us for X amount of time. They're cutting yeah, our magic going on in that magic X amount of time. They're injecting us with the magic suppressant. They're cutting. Better, we've been they're cut, consciously. They're cutting. It they're cutting. Our, they're cutting away our uzuru tails. <laughs> <laughs> well, and think about that too. Not just if everybody was born with magic and like learned what to do with it over time. Imagine if everybody all of a sudden was just told, "Hey, you have magic powers, but you've been told not to use them." And all of a sudden, oh, no responsibility, God. no understanding oh. what you could do. Everybody was just like, "Oh, wait, we can do that kind of shit." And then now everybody's just playing with that shit at the oh. same time. That, you're gonna have. Yeah. You're gonna have some. Uh, because then you'd have the factions. Wait a minute! You've been telling me I've had this the whole time, and it was your choice that I couldn't use it. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a level. There's People just be grateful that they know now. They're just yeah. happy that oh, yes. I have power. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not just going to be like oh, yes. like right? everything in the future has been fixed. It's going to be like why did we let the past become what it was? Why why do we forget yeah. the past? And that's that happens all the time. That's where it's like it's easy to fall into that because there is shit that's covered up. There is shit about our past that we're not told about. There is shit oh, that absolutely. we're divided apart by. So the victors like, tell the stories. How far does that go? You know what I mean? That's where conspiracy all conspiracy theorists can blow up so can blow up so big is because it's like there is all you that. Don't it's know. built on facts. It's built on the honest, you know, it's built on actions that have actually happened. That what's yeah. it more of a realm of reality. Yes, yes, you know. That's that's huge. That's yeah. that's what gives it a backbone. You know, that's right. what. How how long is a conspiracy a conspiracy before it can become factual? Right, you know? flat Earth. What? Flat Earth was a big conspiracy, but science and math was easy to beat it down because it's yes. like just by the physics of it, from the understanding that we know about physics, that would not work. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, yeah, we can't see it from space, and I can't go personally see it. But I'm comfortable enough with math and knowing how reliable math is to understand that, yeah, that probably right. wouldn't work out physically. They take they take physics and apply it. Forgot where I was going with that. I forgot where I was going before you said that. That probably nailed it. Well, that's where you got to be careful, though, because like we said, is when you apply it and define it too much, it's, it's moderation. It is. And you, you can only define what you know, especially like you said with the things on Mars. We're defining that from a 2D picture. Have you ever looked at mountains from the top view? Can you tell they're mountains? Oh, no, I actually haven't from a straight on top view. That's interesting. I mean, I, 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 only, the, tell, only but... the best of what Google Earth can show me. You couldn't give right. a grasp for how tall they are. You might know they're mountains, but you don't know True. how big a mountain they are. Exactly. Not from, not from, not from straight on, but even like you have to think about your different the different perspective like unless there is something that shows legitimate perspective it's just going to be something that's straight on 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's all we've got from Mars from those. I mean, we've got the Mars rover on there now, but like the satellite views and stuff, that's all they are, are 2D pictures. And all we can do is guesstimate and apply math to what we think it might be mm-hmm. to make it make sense. Related to stuff we already Basically. know. Yes. You know, it's it's how we learn anything book. related. <laughs> yeah. Yep. At least that's how I learn. You know, and I know I do it a lot on this podcast. I'll over talk when you guys are saying something, but it's, it's not to try to steal the thunder. It's to try to, okay, you're, I think you're thinking this. So I'm trying to follow you just confirm if I'm thinking the same thing you're thinking from a different Avenue. Yes. You know, I'm trying to put it in a way that makes sense to me, but I think it's the same thing that you're saying. And that's when you don't do that, that's what cuts stuff off. Because like, if we're, if we're not accepting the view of looking at things from different perspectives, like you're saying, and just like, well, you shouldn't speak because I was trying to tell you something. It's like, well, then I can't grow my opinion of the thing I was talking about. I, like, that's not a conversation if I'm just sitting there telling it to you to inform you, but you can ask me questions about the thing I'm telling you that'll make me say things or make me question in a way that I've never even perceived it. Right. Because your mind has different questions than my mind had when I looked at it. And so it's like by letting you talk and letting you converse. And even if you're, you try to like reiterate and it's not the same point, you might bring up something in that, that completely changes where I was going with it. You know, and that's, if you're receptive to that. That's the real magic of humans, conversations. Right. Building on each other. Real conversations. There is that level of the etiquette though, in terms of knowing how to not necessarily like, and it's something that I struggle with myself and something that a lot of people struggle, struggle, struggle with, but just in terms of like listening through the story and remembering what you wanted to say and not necessarily having to say it right at that exact point, but being able to go back to it once you have your break, but then you get some people that they just do not catch on to visual cues and they will literally like, I've done this where I will literally, I'll be talking to someone and I'll just be waiting and I'll be waiting and I'll be waiting and I'll be waiting and I'll be waiting. And by the time I've already forgotten what we're going to talk about, we're already talking about something completely different. So it is. And you've already thought of what another thoughts in the middle right. of it. Right. And, and like only in a few instances, like if it depends on like my comfort with the person, but like, if you're just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, I'm going to break it up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's some, it's some people will do that. Cause even like, I've had people do this with mess with me, you know, and it's, it's, if you're talking and you pause and the other person just stares at you, a lot of times people will start talking again, you know, because people feel awkward with that silence. And that's not saying that's what's happened with them because I know the people you're talking about where it's, there's not even a breath. There's no point of interjection where you can put in one of your so other it, thoughts. Because how did you fit that much oxygen in your lungs? Right. It's like they're knowing. doing like that, that <laughs> breathing into the nose and out the mouth yeah. at the same time, because it's like we're three other topics passed and it's like, yeah. And one thing that has helped me out in those instances where you can come back to it. And I only learned this from doing the podcast, which I haven't done at all this episode, but is write down that thought. Because for me, like what happens in that is it goes, oh, it's on my mind. I got to say this. I can't even pay attention fully to whatever I'm being told because part of my mind is trying to hold mm-hmm. on to this idea. I get that. But the moment that I write it on paper, my mind goes, okay, it's logged. 
and then I can Makes engage sense. back in. And when I would need to, when I get a pause again, or I see the conversation dying back out, I can look down at that topic. Okay. And it's, I'm trying to find a way to incorporate that into my everyday life without being weird. It's spark tough notes, right? Because, or you would just be notepad. carrying around it. That's, that's, that's why, what, I'm doing, that's a what a lot of people carry just like a personal journal. That's because, what I do. A lot of I people did for a long time. I mean, to each their own, they have their, they have their reasons, but if you had like, just, if you just had like a personal journal with you at all times, and then like you're in the middle of a conversation with someone you're talking. So then you write something, but then here's the thing. And I've seen this happen as well. You'll be in the middle of, of, of a conversation with someone and then they'll be talking and then you'll go to write down your thought and then they will stop and let you write down your thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because so you, they look the awkward at pause it you try to avoid happens as anyway. You just created by writing something down. But yeah. that's your audience. That might be some person who has better for is better tuned in with their social like cues and can know, hey, this person's trying to express something. So I'm gonna give that, you know, that pause or something who's not who will see you writing stuff down and be like, okay, I'm just, oh, that's even weird. That's super rude that they're writing yeah. this down. Right. I'm like, keep especially, anyway. like, especially in this setting, like writing things down that you want to say so that you can remember, like that is actually like something good to be able to do, but put yourself on like a, you and someone else scenario. Like, think about that. Like if you were talking to someone and they were to, and they just all of a sudden started writing something down, like, if you would like, if you would just continue talking with what you're talking about, or if you would ask them what they're writing down, I'd probably pause for them. Like thinking about it, I'd be like, because I feel like they would want to say something. I don't know, but that's me also knowing now that's what we do. So that's being me being self aware. So. See, like, and I try to put myself in that same situation, and I try to say like, just like, take away your cognitive skills and just like be like a basic human being and like i would that like me personally it's like someone that is is if i'm just if it's me and someone else and we're just having a general conversation and that person be and that person like we're like i'm telling them something but i've lost their eye contact and they are now like writing something down i'm gonna at like i'm probably not gonna just continue talking even at like my like basic human being, because I feel like once you have lost the eye contact, but then there's a difference between losing the eye contact and losing the attention because some people that they could be doing something else, but they're still listening. Like they're listening to what you're saying. They're just not looking you in the face because they're busy doing other things. Maybe they're to each each their own. I feel like that person's not giving you a hundred percent of the focus that the person wants you to give them. But as long as you are not rude, you should be okay. Because generally speaking, that's a little bit selfish to just demand someone's 100% undivided attention. Unless you're like a corporation that's like training an employee or something. But we're not raised that way. We're taught to think the other way. It's selfish to think that you shouldn't willingly give up all of your attention to someone who wants to say something to you. Yeah. That's the way that we were brought up. But then you become an adult and you start to learn that you can't just give your attention into something without 
repercussions of other things that you're not giving your attention to. Yeah. If you give your attention to this, you've got to take it. Everything's give and take, right? Right. If you're going to give it from here, you got to take from here. And it's a skill. So I feel like some people have and some don't because you learn that when you when you are a manager like in like a work setting because it's like some people know how to work and talk at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people, as soon as their mouth stops moving, their hands stop and they can't keep they need working. They to talk to work. Well, and, and the reverse where they can't work while they're talking. Like if they can't keep, like you're like, okay, then I literally can't have a conversation with you because I need you to do the project at hand. <laughs> and it's like, I need you, if we're going to talk, you need to keep moving in the same sense, you know, yes. in the same setup. I've definitely run into that. And especially at like different places that I've been where it's like, they want you to be able to talk to them so that you don't just have like a break inside. You don't just have like this, like break in like audio of like you talking to this person so th- like they, they don't want there to be they don't want there to be like like dead air or like silence so they want you to continue to talk to the person but in reality i'm just taking like five seconds to like look up your information and then at the end of this three four five seconds at the most if it's something longer than like I'm going to let you know like what's going on. But for the most part, most humans, like if it's like three, four, five seconds of dead air with no response, you're going to get, hello, are you still there? Mm -hmm. Like they're going to think they're being ignored. And I I think I can get that more with like data entry and having to read stuff because you have to focus a little bit more. And I guess it comes on the person, but like stacking boxes or putting away just like inventory or things like that. And people not being able to like talk when they don't have to like input data, they just have to move stuff. You know what I mean? But like, I feel the same where I'm like, when I'm trying to ring somebody up or where I'm doing like these tedious parts of the sale that are really important if I screw them up. I'm not going to talk to you for those two or three seconds. These are your detailed. This is your yeah. focus has to be here. Right. right. I have to hone in for like a few seconds. We're going to have to break this conversation, but I'm doing it. So you get the right change back. And so you're happy with the order too. Like, yeah, there is a reason we have to be particular. And it's the same thing in construction. Like we would shoot the shit all the time. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to something that was very, you know, like nitty gritty and like, you could either really hurt yourself or really screw. Yeah, something you're up. not, you're not talking because you don't want to break your focus. For a second. Right. Exactly. So, you gotta you gotta go to the zone yeah the zone is required and then then you can come back a little bit yeah the zone in itself is magic like that zone state that flow state that just that in tune with the universe like everything works around you it's magical if you could find a way to teleport yourself to the your mind to those zones when you need them in those Mm -hmm. zones or if you could, know what zone turn to on go flow to. state like yeah. limitless just flip on flow state boom all right let's go just like flip that movie cl- state, just, just just like that movie click just yeah. fast forward yeah. just autopilot 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 and then like the, like the, those kids still turned out okay so right I guess you look at like, if you're just on autopilot and you're not providing input, then you're looking, then you're relying on like other resources to like provide the lessons that you're not providing. That almost goes back to what we talked about earlier. It's like, you know, some of those days get done and it's like, what did I do? Were those the autopilot days? Mm-hmm. And how many autopilot days did he have in that movie? You know? Oh man. That's where you like, have to be careful. Tons. You can like, it's good to have habits and routines but it's also dangerous because if you're, if your day-to-day is too much of a routine, weeks pass by so fast. 
Oh, oh yeah. God, you yeah. have no clue what anything is, okay. but it's like routines are also good because it gives you something to structure and look forward to. Some people need it, and then some people don't want it. I think and everybody I like, needs it to an extent. That's what I was going to say. You may not want it because that's someone who I was. I don't want a routine. I don't want to know how my day is going to go. I don't that's know. That's going to mess with my creativity. I think right. there is, there's some people that just want to be free thinkers that just decide what they're doing with that with their with their time at all times and i mean to each their own if if you're if you're at that ability that you can do with it all the power all the power to you and then you've got other people that they want at least a level of a routine in terms of consistency but not necessarily the same thing in terms of a routine Right. And I think that's, that's where you need that balance. You know, you've got, mm-hmm. you've got your routine to make sure you've got you're you're moving, you're doing stuff. It's to stimulate yourself. So that way, when you have those creative bursts and those flow states, it makes those seem magical and more worthwhile because it's not something in your routine, but it's something just as amazing as, as an empty sink is. Because that feeling feels good. No matter how tedious and how much everybody hates doing dishes, when you see a sink full of dishes and you finish them and you see the sink, it's like, oh, yes. especially, especially when you become so yeah. habit where like you're, you've, you've almost done the chore without even thinking about it. Before you give your time to whine about it or care about it, the chore is already done and you're like, you don't even really, sometimes for me, I don't even remember doing it. It's already, it's so much of a habit. It's so ingrained that I'm just like, that's yeah. where driving, driving is just already out of the way. Yeah. Driving, yeah. driving's a good example. Driving's huge. How did I just go 10 miles? <laughs> like, yeah. What happened? You know, like you're I in mean, such a flow state, you lose track of time. Time. Oh, absolutely. Nice. And especially when I'm in that flow state that I'm just rushing to work. <laughs> right. Right. Weaving in and out of traffic. You've got your music on, you know what I mean? Like you're in that drive mode. You're in that setup that you've made for yourself. A lot of people like listen to their own music, but I just kind of listen to the radio. Like I don't, I don't monkey with it. Like one, I like listening to the radio shows in the morning and that's most like, I'm either listening to the radio in the morning or I'm listening to the radio on my drive home. And then I'm listening to the radio if I go and do like other errands and stuff, but that's sometimes where I'll break it. Where if it's like, if I'm not driving to or from work, then I will listen to my own, to listen to my own music. See, I'm like the complete inverse of you. I, I never listen to radio. Like, I don't even really listen to playlists that are made by other people unless it's like a weird genre that I'm trying to experience. Like, I'm very picky about what I listen to, but it's also I've realized more is because I'm utilizing the notes and the tones that I'm listening to for what I'm doing. I'm trying to they can manipulate myself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to influence like, I feel like I have an understanding of how they influence me. So I'm better trying to utilize those when I can to set the mood for or set the energy or set the tone, you know what I mean? For the redirect day to your to personal energies, right? Like when I'm going into for, work for your expectations, I'm getting something happy, something energy, something popping off. You know, I'm in management too. I'm trying to set the tone for my employees. When you're I go going into to a very depressive state or place, so you have <laughs> yeah. to offset it. <laughs> I had to come in a good energy. And like, I've even had that yeah. my management where they've said like, I can tell you're coming in in a good mood and putting on a positive energy, even though you're not in that place even though that you're not happy, you're still coming across and being positive. And it's because I've put myself there. You know what I mean? It's like, I know how to trick myself into those different environments. Podcasts can kind of sometimes help with that too, depending on the topic, you know, yeah. then it goes back to the conversation thing. 
podcasts, ebooks, you know, if you want to learn about something, something that you don't want to actually sit and read. I was thinking about that today, honestly, it's because like, I don't, I don't read much at all. Like, unless I'm like trying to deep dive into something that I can't find a video about, but it's like, I'm a very sporadic person. I like to do multiple things at a time. There's never really anything that can fully hone my attention. Yes. And I mean, I'm always doing at least two things at a time. So it's like, if I'm watching a video or I can listen to a podcast or I can do something else while still receiving information, like I feel better. I feel like I'm like fully engaged. You're still growing yourself kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're bettering yourself as a human being. I'm just sitting there listening and stuff. My hands are like, okay, what do I do? What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. draw, do something. Give me something to do. <laughs> and it's like, even if you do just try to listen to it, to listen to it, it's like, oh, this is so inspiring. What do I got to do? I got to do something. Yeah. Why am I listening to it if I'm not listening into it to inspire To be me? inspired. Yeah. Oh, man. That was the point of it, right? Yeah. My fr- I have a friend that's the, sa- that's the same way. And like, I, I was, I was actually just like talking to them the other, the other day, like asking them, like, if they've like adopted more reading and they basically just like, were like, no, I have not. And I don't plan to. That's how your mind works. You know what I mean? I've tried I reading teach, and I have, their own. I keep buying books and I keep getting into them and reading a little bit into them, but I'm not consuming the knowledge. No matter how hard I try, I'm not reading those books, but I can watch a documentary and I can actually absorb oh, that knowledge. Down. So it's like, do I sit there and just get mad at myself because my mind doesn't work in the way that I want it to? Or do I say, okay, I still want to learn. Books aren't doing it for me. Let's find another route. You know what Never I mean? Try Let's to read say. books in a different voice. No. Like narrator voice. No. <laughs> Sometimes that helps. Okay. Sometimes. It makes it more fun. Sometimes. Just, I guess it just depends on what you're reading. Ah, you can you can do it with anything i mean you can you de- you, you definitely can i mean to read to read to read myself um managerial accounting in a um norm mcdonald voice would uh <laughs> probably make it a little bit more um Some dirty work comical for me dirty yeah. work accounting facts <laughs> that's a good oh point though it is kind of what you read because like even when i did read a lot more when i was younger it was always fantasy stuff I wanted something that was a different world or something mystical or something strange. Like that's what engaged me. Not just some story. Don't tell me these things that somebody else already figured out. Show me the things that people think might be real that nobody knows for sure. Right. And in normal physics and normal setups, it's like, no, I want to try. I want to travel to a different world. I want to teleport. I want to teleport through this book. You know what I mean? And like, that's me this book of things that I can't do that you would normally tell me I can't do. I can do it because it's in this book. I guess that means I use them more as an escape. You know what I mean? And like yes. I've seen them more like an escapism. It's a different universe. Just like I'd go to play Skyrim or, you know, something else. Like yeah. to dip out of this universe for a little bit. Basically. It's your own alternate dimension. Yeah. I suppose a lot of people use the internet like that, don't they? You know, yeah. People, they, there's some people are completely use, different on the they internet. They use it sometimes. for however, however they need it. You know, well, exactly. Use the internet so many different. But the internet almost is like our version or our interpretation of like magic travel. Yeah, right. <laughs> Teleportation. Like you, you can see what it's like on the other side of the world within seconds. You can know what the temperature is like. You can. There's so much stuff that you have all this power at the instant access of your mm-hmm. hands. You know what I mean? Just 
boom like you touch a button boom like that happens like you send a message you piss tell me magic isn't real right like instantaneous effects of the surroundings of your entire world like i have a cousin who's really good at that they'll post something and piss off everybody and then they don't (laughs) they don't say anything else but this thing will get to like 250 700 some stupid comments you know of people just bickering back and forth for what he said it (laughs) amazes me when i see that and i'm just like these people have nothing else to do you've just been trolled you don't even realize it (laughs) and they find you know that's the joy that they find in it too is just trolling people and it's like the same thing though it's like if you could spend that energy trying to inform those people it's you know instead of just like wow it does start it does start conversations a lot of times though it starts a lot of arguments but there are sometimes some good discussions in there yeah some of them you have to you have to wait you have to wade through but you will find yeah yeah i mean you've got your typical facebook arguments you're wrong i'm right no you're wrong i'm right wait where's the facts oh never mind it's facebook comments you're wrong exactly. <laughs> wrong. i'm right there's your facts of the day yeah exactly that's the, knowledge that's the information fact. you know trial and error knowledge you're wrong no no yeah. information you're wrong knowledge i'm right end of discussion <laughs> yeah like, i think that's kind much... of where the magic the magic is kind of like how, st- and I are how strong like of a, a presence it, it start it is starting well, to and i think a I lot feel... of it is the social media stuff you know you see a lot of that darkness where it is red versus blue and that's it there's no in between same time i feel like these things exist but for a different audience i feel like a lot of things that like our parents didn't mind us learning about at a young age parents these days have bigger pro have more of an issue with their child learning about than i 100 agree there's I more feel that stuff. way a lot of times like should i be showing my kids this what was i doing at their age and they're walking on much you know many more eggshells nowadays there's yeah. many more things that we understand about society and infecting but, other people but that's also and infecting what, yourself and that's what i'm trying to get at social health and mental health you have that thin line of like babying your child and just showing the world accepting. the place and out there to get them <laughs> but you have that difference but you have the difference between like babying your child and like teaching your child Throwing how to your do child it for to themselves the yeah right that the world's a hard place and you better learn to start beating people up now otherwise it's going to beat you up yeah. or, or yeah. just at least in terms of like how how to handle things yourself that you don't have to rely on your parents because one That's day more- your parents are not going to be there and you're going to have to figure this shit all yourself and that's where I think it's the middle ground. It's like, hey, figure this stuff out. These are what I did in some of those situations, and look how that turned out. But yeah, it's like all they can do is give you their off knowledge that. off their experience. And again, and you won't know until you try. And it's that's the same stupid to- thing. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, right? No, you can yeah. try. It's just going to kick you in the face. Yep. That's where it's so important, though, that you're the just in that you're the one who teaches them magic. You're the ones who teaches your kids to believe in magic and to like not have to define everything, not to have to Mm -hmm. push everything under a thumb and say, this is how it is. It's like magic is around you. Don't, don't 
let the world stifle that for that because we all start thinking that way we all start thinking that the world is this magical place that's full of wonder and a stick is a sword and you know what i mean you can cast spells out of your hand or you're standing in the shower and the water's trickling down your arm and you can shoot water like it doesn't matter hone and it just comes down it comes down to embracing and wanting to wanting wanting to capitalize on the on the uh on the young moment on the moment right. as well as the imagination of the moment. Yeah, exactly. And by capitalize, again, it goes back to what we've brought up in every podcast. It doesn't just always mean money. Happiness no, is no. something you can capitalize on. Personal growth. Yeah. Personal growth. You learn something. You Someone, build that bond. Like you like you teach your child to have an extremely active imagination, and then they become uh they become a movie writer. Because they, have, writer, because they author, have because they have an engineer or a designer because they see the world a different way and says, well, I don't like the physics of that. Let me show you how it's going to work. You know, do something magical. Try Go it because and, you want to try it, not not try it because you think it might fail. Right. Don't let the don't let fear dictate what you do. We've been in a society for a very long time where fear has been taught to us that that's got to be the deciding factor and fear leads to logic and logic is right because it gets rid of fear and it's not always right. I feel like fear is something that will always be present, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something that is, uh, has as much weight. Like, like I can, I can fear for my life that I'm going to walk out that door and someone's just going to be like, hiya. And they just stab me four, 47 different times in my chest. I can fear so for my you life. Never leave the house. And then I, right? exactly. I'd never leave the house because God forbid that person's going to stab me in the chest 47 times. He's just waiting. Or I'm going to face my fears and I'm going to walk out that door. And luckily knock on wood, there has not been a person there to stab me 47 different times. Well, and it's like we said, before, 46, like- we'll get there. Magic is the magic. Magic is the conquering of fear. You know what I mean. Magic is we used it to conquer the elements and all these things that we didn't understand. So we conceptualized magic and how we would control those. You know, because there are things that more powerful us that we couldn't even grasp. So it's like we've always used magic as our counter to fear. It's like I'm not going to be afraid of you because I'm going to imagine I'm going to create this existence where I'm not. It almost inflates the fear sometimes too, though. You know, and you, you also can. have to think about like. So think about magic in that think about magic in that sense and think about like you had to like study magic. Like you can't just like do it. Like you have to like know how it works. You have to like know how to apply it and you have to like know like how it affect how it affects others per se. So you're making magic like everything else in the world. And you, <laughs> you can apply you can apply yeah, those, those you, can, you can apply those principles to basically anything. Like in terms of like gaining knowledge, like you're just going to do something to gain that knowledge. So whatever you're learning, whatever skill that you're learning, it's going to come down to the commitment that you put into investing into your time and your well-being into learning that skill. Thank you for stopping by Maz Garage. I'm Smokey. I'm Crick. And I'm Kev. All right, Crick, let's get this started. Yeah, I've been wanting to try out this new deck. Nice. So, I will take the nope, first guys. move. Podcast Wednesday. How come you get to go first? I want to go first. 
I mean, actually, yeah, let's roll a d20 real quick. All right, hold on, let me get one out real quick. Nice, I like that. Nice. I like that. All right, I just switch to mobile so I can go pee. All right, I'm gonna go pee and then I'll be in Discord. Cool. Okay, so we're well over two hours. Yes. Yeah, I yes. know. I got a piece so bad. <laughs> I feel like we had. I feel like we had a closing in there at one point. I'm correct. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw the look on my face. Oh, he said I'm good. <laughs> I was just like, "What? Whoa. Let's keep going." <laughs> wow. I forgot to. I forgot to flip at the gallery. I forgot to flip at the gallery. How was that? How was that with the walkway? I like that. As I, I went up the stairs, lot. did it get quieter? Yes, yes, it yes. did. It was like <laughs> yes. your fresher just walking off scene. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I said your name. Damn it. Ah, we can't use that now. Damn it. Ah. I tried. So now, um, what was my question? What did we just talk about? So you guys are looking at each other, and where am I looking? No, we're looking. No. In, <laughs> in the screen, three, you guys are looking at each other. Right? In history, we're looking not. The all right, now let's get started. Let's do this. Shoot. The podcast magic on Sunday. Why don't they get that? Just don't get it. We did. We were on our way, and then all of a sudden we started talking about different Pick stuff. Pick back up. Pick back up. All right, how can we, how can we like slow it down to a close and let's close this bitch?